Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. On 1116 SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Hello everyone, welcome to The Odds Couple. Uh, Mooney Valley Cox Plate morning, what a morning it is. High expectation here, can Winks do it? Fourth Cox Plate in succession. Her 22nd win at Group 1 level, her 29th win in succession. What a day it is, high expectation all around Melbourne, all roads lead to Mooney Valley, or they um, lead to the Riverwalk here in Melbourne, just outside Crown, where it's a little bit blowy, where the odds couple is this morning, as I welcome Simon Marshall, um, not to the studio, but uh, right here next to the Yarra. Crown Riverside, that's for sure, Simon. It's a beautiful morning, quite fresh, but uh, we... Ask everybody if you're uh, well, not canoodling under the doona just to pop out and come and see us here because it's a fantastic setup. It'll be here all day, as you said. Uh, it's a big build-up, and yeah, so you, it should be. If you can't get to the valley um, uh, to see Winx's bid to win a record fourth straight Cox Plate, then the Winx live site, this is the spot for you to be, presented by Spring Racing Carnival at Crown Riverside here. Um, it's, uh, well, it's not the track, but it's the next best thing. It's going to be a wonderful day out here yeah, by the Yarra. Yeah, I was discussing with Tony at uh, Vinnie's Bar at um, Mount Eliza Way last night. We did you have a little pizza, did you? Beautiful pasta and lovely red wine there. Good on you, Tony, and the team there. Um, the sellout crowd. Uh, when was the last time the Valley was sold out? for Cox Plate Day. Uh, that's the type of pool that the Mayor has. General admission, you cannot get in, folks, and all a membership has been sold. So it's quite amazing, and um, the Mooney, Mooney Valley Race Club have done a fantastic job in promoting this, and uh, we wish them all the very best. But um, it's it's a different race day, and it's a different racetrack, Mooney Valley, when it's a sellout at Cox Plate Day. I've been fortunate enough to ride in a couple, riding the Great Betaloosan up in 92, and all our mob in 96, and that, they were huge crowds for those fields that uh, walked out to uh, uh, onto the track for the Cox Plate, the main race. But um, it's a velodrome. The crowd, you cannot, as a jockey, you cannot help but hear the voice of the crowd when you roar out of the straight for the first time from the 2,040 metres, and then you just get a sense of timing going down the hill in during the race from the mile down to the 12,000. Then you switch around to that 700-metre bend where it's mm. on like Donkey Kong, Big Sim, as it will be today with the likes of Ben Battle. The last start winner, international in the Cox He's trying to get a head start there, isn't he? Yes, he'll be probably leading, dictating terms with Rostropovich, the four-year-old stallion, who's here from uh, uh, overseas as well. And then uh, you've got Kingswell Dream backing up from a uh, Caulfield Cup like Humidor did last year. He's following his path. Blinkers go on for Darren Weir. Humidor, Darren Weir, again, he won the main race, the Menicardo Stakes last night with Brave Smash. And going to join us a little later on on the Odds Couple, we're gonna Darren talk, Weir. We're going to talk with Weary about that. Throw in Avilius. He's getting ready for a Melbourne Cup, but we've had... He's got no four. hope today, Avilius. None. Well, Zero. he's going to finish on strong. He wouldn't beat the mayor, I wouldn't imagine. No but right. I'm really intrigued about how he'll run, and he needs a really good hit out before the Melbourne Cup. But we've seen Melbourne Cup winners come through the Cox Plate, Big Sim. They have been champions. They have been stars. The great Saintly did it, and Maccabi Diva. Yes, um, uh, look, I just... 
The only the only way I can see this race being competitive, and you mentioned it there, Simon, at that 800 metre mark, if if they just zoom, I'm I'm off on Ben Baddeley sitting outside the leader, and they go zoom and try and give you know catch Huey napping, which I, I don't believe they will. In a small small field, it's it's not going to get strung out. Uh, gee, it's going to be look. I, I just well, not only can't I see the mare getting beaten, I just don't want the mare to be beaten because you know racing's a great sport in itself. But when you've also got a superstar horse to add to it, as well as great racing that we're going to see at the Valley today and this wonderful race in the Cox Plate itself, uh, it, it makes our, our sport an extraordinary sport. It's phenomenal. We opened up $1.20 at Sportsbet with Wings, folks, and she's always the best-backed runner on the program. She's now into $1.19. Hundreds and thousands of dollars have been, uh, have been uh, put on this mare again to win today. She's quite phenomenal. Um, just what she does with the uh, the betting markets for bookmakers. So um, it's an amazing race. There's only a field of eight. Uh, we have to mention Savvy Coop, the four-year-old mare coming over from New Zealand. Good luck to their team, D'Argento, Chris Waller, with uh, his runner in the race. And um, it is it is an outstanding uh, field. I think this year, I think she'll get tested. But if I'm Hugh Bowman, I'm tipping I would have bounced out of bed this morning after a beautiful night's sleep, after drawing barrier six there on Tuesday morning, uh, racing uh, at uh, racing breakfast with the stars at Mooney Valley. Once he knew that barrier was drawn, um, I'm tipping he would have slept well for the rest of the week, let alone last night, because it gives him options. It gives him options to just stay out of trouble going out of the straight the first time. If he had drawn an inside barrier, his nightmare would have been on Winks that they would have locked him away on mm. the fence like he did at Flemington, uh, where he was able to, she, and she was able to overcome trouble and run those amazing sectional times and still get up and win. bit harder to do that when you're locked away at the fence at Mooney Valley because you, you don't have that long straight. You mentioned sports bet and sports bets racing specials. You can check all of those out this weekend at Mooney Valley and Randwick. Conditions apply and again responsibly great uh, friends of ours here at the odds couple uh, sports bet um, Simon let's let's go through the field one by one while we've got time and we're very winksified on the odds couple today but so we so we should be this is a uh, uh, phenomenon that uh, we may never ever see again and um, we we want to make the most of it while we can but let's oh, this terrible thing I'm about to say let's see if we can make a case of something being competitive with Winks today, and it's only a small field of eight. What do we think about Ben Battle? He's drawn barrier three. Ocean Murphy, the rider. Now, Ocean got 15 meetings last night. Um, Suspension. Uh, for his ride on Spirit of Valor, uh, who came in and took the running of Hootson uh, late in the race there, halfway up the straight there at the Valley. So, so he'll miss his ride on Red Verdon <coughs> in the Melbourne Cup. Yes, he, he won't start that suspension until after the Breeders' Cup in the US. So <coughs> it's amazing these jockeys flying all around the world um, you know, to, to race meetings, get off a plane, ride some horses, get back on a plane, go yeah. to the other side of the world. Ben Battle, what... What tactics give him his best chance? Well, I think Ben Battle is an $8.50 chance here with uh, Sportsbet. Uh, he opened 8 out to $9, but he comes off that uh, mile and a quarter Group 1 win last start, and I think that uh, he can uh, roll forward from his inside barrier, barrier 3, and he'll be able to take it up to them and uh, get into a nice rhythm going down the side. He'll look the winner at some stage when they turn for home, that's for sure, because he's a fit horse and he'll want to try and... Uh, Space Winks on the point of the bend, and his uh, competitors here at Ben Battle. 
Okay. Now, you say the point of the bend, even though it's a, it's a short straight at the valley. He's trying to spread that field from basically 800, where he'd really want to put some steam into it with clear running. Am I fair in saying that? Well, what he saw, what we saw with him at uh, Caulfield was he was able to uh, jump out and sit third in behind a really hot speed at Caulfield, where there's no really hot speed in this race apart from... We're guessing Rostropovich will come forward, but he's a 2,400-metre horse that's getting ready for a Melbourne Cup. So he seems to be the likely uh, horse that can lead here, Ben Battle. So if he gets a soft lead in front and he's able to dictate terms, he will want to let rip from the 600-metre mark and then try and sprint away so that the likes of Winks can't beat him. OK, number two is Humidor. It ran Winks to a neck last year for a stride or two. We thought the run was over and she wasn't going to win a third Cox Plate. Is he going as well as last year? And what gives him his best chance from Barrier 7 with Damien Lane on board. Well, Humidor, the blinkers go on and he runs very well when the blinkers go back on. So uh, he's had the five runs in. He's uh, finished behind Holmesman, who just got beat in a Caulfield Cup. He's finished behind Ben Battle, who's beaten him this preparation. He's going really well, the horse. And his best run last year was at Mooney Valley. But that's when he bounced off a, Cor a Caulfield Cup run. This year he's just had that wait for age program up to the mile and a quarter, not stepping up to the 2,400 metres. But, um, look, he's a genuine he's a genuine horse. He got uh, Winks uh, along. He ran Winks to half a length last year's uh, Cox Plate. And uh, from that barrier, he's going to sit back three pairs back and want to have the last crack and try and get on the back of Winks when they turn for home again. Kingswell Dream, number three, is ba backing up <coughs> Excuse me from last week's Caulfield Cup. John Allen on board, drawn barrier four. This is the road that Humidor went last year. Can you see Kingswell Dream improving enough to be competitive in a Cox Plate? Well, he's a fascinating horse. He hasn't won this time in um, since uh, winning a uh, Mornington Cup and gaining the you win, you in it start in the Caulfield Cup. Um, he missed a kick in the Caulfield Cup and he ran quite well, but his weight for age runs leading into it and also his Turnbull run were terrific, outstanding. Blinkers go on. He is following the same path as Humidor last year when he ran half a length to Winks in this Cox Plate. He ran in the Caulfield Cup, was his peak run. He's bouncing back to a mile and a quarter here, the 2,040 metres of the Caulfield Cup. He's a fascinating runner. He gets the blinkers on for the first time, and if he can begin better out of the barriers, he's going to sit right on the speed, and he's a genuine horse, I think, and um, he'll run his best race, I think, this preparation in the Cox Plate. Let's quickly go through uh, Avilius being set for the... Melbourne Cup, of course, um, you know, has just kept winning, but is not going to be sharp enough over 2,000 metres, surely. If I'm Chad Schofield and I'm going to ride a Villiers, I'm just going to balance this big fella up because he is a he is a four-time winner in Australia, a Villiers. So he knows how to win. He's a genuine racehorse. He's going to sit back near last and watch it all unfold in front of him. He's going to get a nice toe up behind him, 600, 400, 300. He wants to be at his best and powering to the line. I'm intrigued about this horse because he's such a winner and he's such a great race horse that uh, he'll be finishing on strong, but I don't think he can beat the mare. Dargento, the second of Chris Waller's runners to be ridden by Kieran McAvoy, jumps out of barrier two. Well, he's had um, he's had uh, all of his runs as a four-year-old stallion this, this, this time in. He's been beaten by Homer the Brave, Hartnell and Ben Battle. I'd be highly surprised if he ran in the top three. 
the way he has been performing this preparation. The the surprise and the one everyone's looking forward to seeing what tactics they adopt is number seven, Rostropovich. Aidan O'Brien trains Ryan Moore riding, $34 at the moment on Sportsbet. Yep, and um, look, he, he's a horse that his best form's over 2,400 metres. He was second to Latrobe, who's not running in a Melbourne Cup now in the Irish Derby. Uh, he's going to roll forward, and um, he's on a Melbourne Cup path, so it'll um, be interesting to see how he runs today. And Savvy Koo, our visitor from New Zealand, um, uh, jumps from barrier five, a group one winner last start in New Zealand. And good luck to the team too. She's a very good mare, two-time group one winner. She won the New Zealand Oaks and as a four-year-old mare was a 2,040 metre winner at group one level in New Zealand last start. Great to have a runner in the race, so she's up against it today though. We're going to take our first break now on the odds couple. Uh, it's 8.15 uh, on Cox Plate morning. We've got a big morning ahead, Darren Weir, to join us shortly. Tom Dabinick from the Hayes Hayes and Dabinick Stable, and of course, David Taggart and his quaddy a little later on. Plenty more to come on the Odds Couple. Stay with us. On 1116 SEN, the Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Welcome back to the Odds Couple here at Riverside uh, by the Yarra. Thanks to the Spring Racing Carnival. We're at Crown Riverside. Uh, if you can't get to Mooney Valley today, out here is the next best thing. And during the Spring Carnival, it's the land of opportunity, of course. You can oh, back a winner. Yes. Uh, you can go to some of the best uh, racing contests you'll see anywhere in the world. And uh, listening to Gary and Tim, who are back on Monday, of course, because they have a pass to the ultimate day at the 2018 Lexus Melbourne Cup. Now, that will include a helicopter transfer, two tickets to the birdcage, and a behind-the-scenes tour of Flemington. Flemington. So be listening to Gary and Tim on Monday morning from 6 for your chance to win uh, that package to the 2018 Lexus Melbourne Cup. Well, I tell you, the package that uh, is going best uh, of all stables around the country at the moment during the Spring Carnival is the Darren Weir package last night. Uh, another Group 1 win with Brave Smash in the Manicato and a couple of live chances in today's Cox Plate. And as per usual, we thank him very much for his time on a busy morning. Good morning, Weary. Hey, guys. Oh. Uh, but early to bed for you last night, straight home, even though a, a Group 1 victory. You'll celebrate that tonight more so than last night, I assume. Oh, nearly a straight through, or it was. was it? <laughs> yes, good boy, Weary. I don't know whether I'll back up too well today, but anyway. <laughs> hey, Weary, um, a great deal of uh, hard work put into uh, Brave Smash. Um, he is a stallion. And, uh, mate, uh, he got his he got his right deserved last night because he was there at the bend to suggest that uh, if I'm good enough, I can win this Group 1. Yeah, you're right there, Simon. Um I guess if you, if you forget the Everest, you know, he's had, he had a perfect preparation for a race like that. But, you know, how do you forget the Everest when they run well below expectations, you know, uh, what, 13 days out, you know. So that that was in the back of our mind. But if you took that out, um, gee, he's had a good preparation for it. Um, obviously, it was just too wet for him in Sydney because he, well, he ran well below par or expectations. Not that we'll go there thinking we'd win, but we thought we had a realistically a good chance of running in the money. Um, he'd come back, he had a really good good uh, 13 days or 12 days, whatever it was. Um, and I guess on the corner, that the, the, the sort of... He had, 
I was thinking to myself, oh, well, you've had the right preparation to tough it out anyway, you know, and that's what he did. Yep, for sure. So, tick the box at Group 1 level, Weary. Um, pressure comes off a little bit there. Is that the census from a trainer's point of view? Yeah, well, he was. I, I guess he was already a Group 1 winner. Um, you know, he ran the Futurity, but it's, it's good for him to win a... Sprint, yeah. Not, uh, uh, sorry, I just had one of the staff talking to me. Um, um, it was good to, uh, yeah, get, win a 1,200-metre win a you know, sprint race at, at that level. You know, it, it certainly helps... He'll, he'll find a he'll find a home now because he's a he's a very neat horse and sound and obviously he's racing well at the top level. Beautiful stuff, Weary, and uh, there's nothing like another race day to sort of sort you up or straighten you up after a big <laughs> night. Cox Plate Day being that, you've got two runners in the race and they're cracking chances. We'll start with Humidor, mate. Uh, last year we went through the wait for age prep into a uh, Caulfield Cup, backed up and ran super with the blinkers on. This year, different path. Yep. Um, I, I toyed with the idea of a Caulfield Cup, and then when the weights come out, I thought, ah, oh, I just thought it's a, it, this is a this is a better better option. It's just two weeks, two weeks. Every run's just been a couple of weeks spaced, and you know, and and he runs today, and then he heads to the you know the two million dollar race on final day, which is probably realistically the race that he probably best suited in. So I think. We're only running for minor prize money, but it'd be great to get a bit of it. <laughs> no doubt about that. Similar run, you you would expect. Um, he's that type of horse who likes to get cover, and he's got that powerful 300 turn of foot. Yeah, he'll be ridden that way. Um, he's just got to relax. He seems to be... He, he, I'm not I'm not sure he's going any better, this prep, but his manners right. are better. He's racing yep. straighter and all that sort of stuff. So I think the blinkers are going on at, at the right time. I, I'm a big believer that you know you've got to put them on at the right time. You know, otherwise you don't get the result that you want. And, you know, we're hoping that they can improve him a length. And so, if that's the case on how he's been racing, he's going to be around the mark anyway. Yeah. So that's Humidor, terrific there, mate. Um, uh, what were your learnings from Humidor backing up from a Caulfield Cup last year to suggest that Kings Will Dream can do the same this year? Well, I guess they can do it, I guess. You know, that's probably the main thing. And, and they, they, were, they were probably very similar horses at the same stages, really, you know, going into that Caulfield Cup. Um, Humidor probably had a harder run in the Caulfield Cup than what Kinsville Dream did. It, it was just no fault of anyone. It's just part of racing. It just, when he when he stumbled and got back in a, in a messy position, the race was just messy from then on. But he's had a really good week. So there's no reason why we shouldn't be running and... Look, if he can run top top five, it'd be a it'd be a great result, and it'll it'll toughen him up for you know when he comes back into work to race against this sort of company next time. Darren, you've often mentioned that you love backing horses up. Why do you love backing horses up? And to those that don't say, let's backing horses up within seven days, sort of Saturday to Saturday. Yep, I reckon Simon, if they run well and they have a good week. They're not going to lose their form in a week. They can only get better, I reckon. Mm. They're just better. Obviously, if they don't have a good week, <laughs> the backup's going to work against you. So it's very important you get the right information at home and they eat well and they stay sound. And, and the other thing is you don't have to do anything with them. Like Kingswell Dreams just been down poking around at the beach wading in the water. You know, yesterday didn't even have a saddle on him. He just had a swim behind the boat, you know, to make mm. sure he's nice and bouncy for today because... You don't have to worry about the fitness side of it. 
it's just worrying about, you know, <clears throat> the feed inside of it and him sort of mentally, I guess, and um, all those sort of things are good. And, you know, Dad's got a good eye over all that sort of stuff. You know, we wouldn't be backing him up if we didn't think he, he was in the right shape. Darren, his runs at weight for age have been terrific this time in leading into that Caulfield Cup where he missed the kick. Um, he needs to jump a little bit better today. What have you done to help him do that and why the blinkers for him today? Yeah, I haven't done anything to, to help him sign. I don't, I don't right. believe in sort of putting him in barriers and making him jump. You know, um, we may get a tail on his barrier today, but Johnny, Johnny reckons that he didn't like it when we got that one day. Um, Johnny will be aware of it. Look, he's got a habit of a half length. I'm tipping it's going to happen again today. Um, normally, not oh, sorry, not normally, often blinkers first time on a horse for what reason they can miss the start as well so like if he misses the start at length it certainly makes it a lot harder for him to try and run in the money but if he can begin with them I'd expect him to be in the in the first four and that may be outside the leader it wouldn't even worry me if he led if there was no speed in the race um, but if he begins he'll be, be in the, f the first four and, and the blinkers will be a really good a really good um, addition to, to him today because he, 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 he's been sort of just, I'd say, just floating marginally his last little bit. So I think we'll, we'll get the result we want, but whether we find, whether that improves him enough to run in the money or not, I, I hope so. Weary, great to have a couple of runners in the Cox Plate. We concentrated on those two being a big race today. You've got a stack of runners all over the program. Uh, maybe your best runner and a sneaky little uh, value runner for the punters out of your team today? Yep, the best runner is clearly Cliff, Cliff's Edge. He's got a great racing style, ran terrific last start. Very fit horse, um, looks well suited. He'll, he'll be up outside the leader or, you know, even lead. Um, so he's clearly the best of mine. And the best ruffie for the day is Ring a Ding Ding. Um, ran shocking last week um, went out into the mounting yard after to, to see how he pulled up and I like horses to have a bit of a puff and look like they've tried a bit <laughs> and to me <laughs> to me he was going to have boot camp for a week after I seen him <laughs> so he's been in the bull ring he's been schooling he's had a couple of real sharp pieces of work with the blinkers on and that's only just over a couple of furlongs and just to, just to sort of wake him up a bit, really, and um, and uh, you know, forget his last, forget his last run, his form before that would be good enough to be thinking you're a sneaky chance at a bit of odds. Outstanding, he's a thirteen dollar chance race five, number six, ring a ding ding, and race seven, number eight, Cliffs, uh, uh, Cliffs, Cliffs Edge, Cliffs Edge, Weary. Thanks very much. It's been a testing morning for you. We love your work as always, and great luck today. All right, good on you guys. Good on you, Darren. We're joining us there after a Group 1 win last night. And Kenny, add to that today in the Cox Plate, he has two runners. We're going to take a quick break on the odds couple and uh, take you to the news headlines. On 11.16 SEM, the odds couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Welcome back, everyone, to the Odds Couple here at uh, Riverside Walk. Uh, thanks to the Spring Racing Carnival, we're at the live Wink site. This is where you can watch the race. If you can't get out to the valley today, there'll be plenty happening, um, as is happening on the Odds Couple this morning. 
the Winx biography uh, hit the bookshelves this week. Uh, the author of that Winx biography now joins us, Andrew Rule, along with co-owner of Winx, Peter Tighe. Good morning to you both, gentlemen. On What a beautiful, sunny, gorgeous Melbourne morning <laughs> yeah. here at the Riverside. Lucky I wore socks, unlike some. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You didn't go with a sock this no, morning, mate, Pete? No, socks, sorry. Is that, is that a lucky thing on a, on a group one day, no, no socks? It's quite a stupid move coming into <laughs> Melbourne with no socks, I tell you. It's been a big week and it's been a wonderful build-up. There's a sellout at the Valley. There's nothing like that atmosphere at the Velodrome. Um, what has been different, if anything, for you this week with Winx's uh, tilt towards the fourth? Mate, the only thing that's been different is the build-up with uh, coming to Melbourne. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know, something in the water here. I think they just love a love a show, a grand final, anything at all so the people of Melbourne have been absolutely tremendous to all of the owners and, and trainer and jockey all the families, we've had a great time so uh, we can only just thank everybody and uh, we've enjoyed the week immensely Ruler, tell us about writing the book I know your love of horse racing um, uh, both on and off the track uh, you've written about the, the, the scoundrels involved in horse racing and, and, the, and the great memories of horse racing, here you've written about the greatest the, the, horse and the good people involved in racing of there's there many of them well there's uh, more good than bad i think so no, it's been a privilege and a pleasure to get close to all those people behind the wing story uh, not not only the obvious candidates such as peter and the co-owners but all the way back into history all uh back to new zealand where Wallace's family comes from and where winx's dam was bred and so on and so forth so it's taken me from the Hunter Valley to uh, the Taranaki in <laughs> New Zealand. <laughs> uh, it's been good. Uh, what, what was the highlight to you, to you that stood out? Of, what's the difference from Winx to a, a mere mortal racehorse? Oh, she's, I keep saying this, but she's now joined the greatest horses in the world. I, I really think she's uh, in the far lap um, echelon. I think had Kingston Town been sound, which he hardly ever was, and had Kingston Town been trained by Chris Waller, uh, maybe he was something like her, you know, in that middle distances. But um, really, she is uh, a champion for the ages. You've left it all in the book, but today, if she happens to win her fourth Cox Plate, and you could have gone back in time and, and, and not released the book until after the fourth Cox Plate win, what would you have added? She did it. Mm. The one line. Yep, simple as that. We all, we, everyone knows what it is. Have What's you got a page, maybe you could just stick in the back? I think it might. Yeah. I'll, I'll be down there for the next six months just putting pages in. So, Pete, your best mate this week would be um, would be the team at Mooney Valley Race Club. And um, how many people are heading out on behalf of your family, your team, Winston Day, do you think? Oh, look, I can tell you, our team will probably be 30 or 40 family friends going out. Um, Richard Chawik, our other owner from Sydney, Richard... In his um, 87, 88 years of age, he won't be coming down. He hasn't been down, uh, just probably getting just on a bit. But he's got a family team of 115 coming to the valley today. So uh, they're breeding. They had 111 on Tuesday and got to 114, and last night it crept up to 115. So you know, a big hello to all the Trawicks, uh in Australia and uh, New Zealand, and uh, you know, it's just going to be good. And Debbie, you know, Debbie's got her family as well. Debbie, We're yep. going to have. Um, similar numbers there you know Debbie will have a 30 or 40 as well and uh, and I think we've got about a, a, a two or three million around Australia who are all part of the family as well. well Peter, take us back 
last night we spoke to Larry Cassidy on our SEN racing coverage and he rode Winks in the first of this winning succession in the Sunshine Coast Guineas. That's it. And he mentioned last night that you were the only owner on course. He said Pete Ty was there. Can you imagine where it's gone to from then? Oh, mate, it was... What did you think that day? You had a oh, nice filly. Just Paddy and I drove up the coast. You know, we live in Brisbane, so we drove up the Sunshine Coast, and the instructions from Chris were that the preparation was to take her to the Queensland Oaks. So he said, look, if she can run a good, you know, third, fourth or fifth and be running on, and we just set her up for the uh, the Oaks. So we went there, and it, was, it wasn't was a very big crowd, I believe, on the day. And Chris, there was hardly anybody there from the stable, just the boy with the horse and uh, just me and Paddy. And um, we were just having a good day out, actually. And uh, I can still remember standing down on the fence in the in the straight and um helen thomas was the caller and he didn't even bother to call her so uh until about the last 50 meters but um it was just an amazing you just couldn't think she could win and coming to the home turn i remember standing with patty and said oh this looks good if she runs on and runs fourth or fifth from there we'll be really excited so it was uh, it was a huge day it was i remember the especially remember the trip home because we were we were talking to chris and um patty was so excited and i said oh what do you want to do for dinner and she said uh, Maybe we could just have some KFC. She said we could lash yeah. out tonight. So that was the, the big celebration, Winks and KFC. Yeah, it's phenomenal. I mean, um, since the purchase at uh, Magic Million Sales Guy Mulcaster, uh, a lot of people didn't like it because she had a little bit loose in the Paston and she was going to take time to grow out and all these type of things. But uh, Guy Mulcaster was set that she was uh, she was the one and uh, that he wanted to purchase for your team. Uh, great judge. And so, Andrew, peeling the layer back on the Winx book, there's a lot of people involved in this great mare's uh, life so far. A heap of them. Guy Mulcaster is, you know, uh, one of several. I have to say, I, I did track down four people that were very keen on her, but because people are at the Magic Millions wanting to buy precocious two-year-olds, uh, a lot of owners weren't that keen whereas two or three trainers were. Um, Gerald Ryan uh, was one of several, Tim Martin. Yep. So th- th- she didn't go totally unloved. Mm. And, uh, well, boys, it, uh, the day is here. We would like to wish you all the very best. Uh, Andrew, good luck with the book. Outstanding today. Um, and, uh, well, uh, just before we go, a nation gets around thoroughbred racing in Australasia like, uh, like no other. I think you're right. Um, we're probably with, probably with the Irish, we are the ones who... Love our horses and our racing. Yep, last word for you, Pete. Winks today, what are we going to expect? Mate, she's ready to give her best. And, uh, you know, in the words of Chris Waller, a bad luck or a champion's here to beat her today. But we're there with, uh, you know, our hopes high and we think we'll put on a good show. Must be something very special, Pete, because I don't think I've ever seen Andrew Rule in a suit. <laughs> and today <laughs> he's got a show. suit on. Not looking too bad either, the suit. <laughs> you know, a Winks blue. Uh, thanks to both of you for popping in on a, on a busy day, Peter. All, all the very best, um, as we've said to you before. Long live the Queen. Beautiful. Thanks very Peter much. Peter Ty and Andrew Rule joining us here on The Odds Couple. We're going to take a break. Uh, Tom Dabney around the corner and also David Taggart with that all-important quaddy. On 1116 SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, on a windy, cold Melbourne oh, morning, but it won't take the shine off this afternoon Goodness at Mooney Valley. Cox Plate, uh, can she do it? Can Winks make it? For Wonderful to have uh, Peter Ty with us. Uh, 
um, one of the co-owners of Winx uh, a few moments ago, and Andrew Rule, the author of the Winx biography. Uh, it's all happening here on the Odds Couple this morning, and it's now our pleasure to welcome Mr. David Taggart, the Quadrilla King. Well, he's got a G'day, lift. Quaddy yeah, King. Got a lift. The last, last what happened two in the last two, oh. mate? Out in the last league, both run second, but uh, get down to the river walk here. It is absolutely freezing. I'm carrying a bit of surplus and I'm feeling it, so <laughs> make sure you bring a jacket. Well, this is the spot. If you can't get to Mooney Valley, uh, get uh, here to the Winx Live site uh, uh, right next to the river here on the Yarra. It is uh, absolutely fantastic thanks to the Spring Racing Carnival. All right, let's get on with it. Let's get on to uh, uh, the good things early in the card before we get to David Taggart with the Quaddy, please, Simon. And this is the time where we say get your crayons, pens and pencils. And your form guide. And your form guide, because here we go. On behalf of the mighty sports bet, don't forget, if you haven't downloaded your sports bet app now, you'll get all the racing new form with your best bet tips and key stats and speed maps and stuff. Race one today at Mooney Valley. Number seven, Espana has been backed as if unbeatable. $6 into $3.50, the two-year-old from the Waterhouse bot team. Number seven, Espana. And number six, Biscara has also had good specking. $5 into $3.90. Race one, seven and six. Race two, number four, Guard of Honor. $6 into $4.80 favourites had the support from number five, Desert Lashes. $7.50 into $6.50. Race two, numbers four and five. The money in race three is with number two, Savitiano. Been very unlucky this preparation. $2.15 into $2.05. That's pretty short. But hey, number four, Bring Me Roses, has been very solid in the market and some smart judges on $6.50 into $6. Race three, two and four. Race four, number two, assertive play, $4.20 into $3.80 and the best backed runner from number four into the abyss, $6 into $4.80 at one stage, back out to $5.50. Race four, two and four. Race five, four and eleven. Sunset watch, four twenty into four, just ease slightly to four forty. And beers with Clint, sixty-one dollars into forty-one. Come on, There's a bit on, of a run. Come on, work through it. And then a race six, Mystic Journey, number three and number two, Fundamentalist have been the best backed runners. Here's the first leg of the quaddy. Race seven, number eight, Cliff's Edge, four fifty into three forty. Darren Weir's best, he suggested. Easing favourite is Zach. Uh, Siege of Quebec out to 350. So John Lavery's had very good support and solid in the market. Eight and seven, race seven tags. Yeah, Cliff's Edge and Siege of Quebec, of course. They both come out of the Tourac, don't they? It's it's a tricky race. It's a weight for age race, but you've got handicapped horses in it, so they're all unknown basically at the at the weight for age scale. Uh, I'm putting in number four as well, Duke of Valentino. Just looking for some value because we are going to go one out with Winks, of course. So, uh, so we need some value. So the numbers here are one, three, four, seven, eight, nine. One, three, four, seven, eight, nine. The first league, second league. Simon, the Mooney Valley Gold Cup. The numbers here are six and fourteen. Race eight, six and fourteen. The Taj Mahal five fifty into five dollars. Your favourite sixteen into twelve is Aventura. Uh, tags. What did you like here? Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not a bit of big open race. Uh, I've got put in egg tart. She'll be the death of me, this horse, I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Kay McAvoy said she would have won last night, Mr. Kick. I, I still think she was in a winning possession, uh, position. She is on... Uh, She's better on wet ground. Number 10, uh, Waller of Horse, of course, these stays all day. Miss Admiration, she's a big lightweight chance here at 20 to 1. She hit the line very well last start in the Herbert Power after getting way back out of her ground. So the numbers here are 3, 6, 10, 
13, 14, 15. Oh, you got Ventura Storm in? Yes, 13, Ventura 14, Storm. and 15. We need some value, Simo. Okay. 3, 6, 10, 13, 14, 15. Correct way. Race 9, Winks. $1.25 into $1.22. The best back runner at Mooney Valley today. Rostopovich, this international four-year-old stallion. $34 into $31. He'll roll forward and probably lead in this race. A little bit of a nibble, but it's one-way traffic. The mare's just one out in the quaddy. Yeah, we're going to see history here, aren't we? Um, yeah, say no more. Uh, might shut up. Matt Chapman if uh, when Winks puts him away. <laughs> she broke the track record last year. Hopefully she breaks her own track record again today. Okay, third leg, number six, Winks. Let's go to the fourth leg, Salmon. <laughs> Arameo is the best-backed runner, $4.20 into $3.30. And your favourite, number one. And five, Savoir, $8 into $6, Savoir. He doesn't have to lead here. He'll uh, he'll run a lot, lot better than he did last start when he was a sitting duck at... Flemington, one and five, race ten tags. Yeah, they both go in. Uh, Aramayo, he, he'll probably nearly win the Derby. Uh, oh, yes, there it is. he's a very, he's a very mm-hmm. smart horse, the Godolphin uh, three-year-old. Uh, so the numbers I'm going here with uh, is one, three, four, five, and seven. One, three, four, five, and seven. Okay, let's go through uh, the first leg. One, three, four, seven, eight, nine. Second leg, three, six, ten, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Third leg, number six, which is Winks, one out. And the fourth leg, one, three, four, five, and seven. Is that correct? Correct weight, and that's $180. $180 for a dollar? Correct. Okay, so 50 cents would be 90 bucks. I'm just glad Tom Melbourne's not in there, Simon. Uh, yeah, someone was tipping him on there last week. He was dead set unlucky last Simon week. O'Donnell. What about when he ran into that quicksand last week as they turned for home? You well, you wait There was out. a bit of quicksand there on the rail. He went serious. straight into it, Tommy Melbourne. You Come wouldn't on, man. believe it. Tip I hope you got a better tip this week. <laughs> knocked me over out. with a feather. Absolutely <laughs> knocked me straight over with a feather. Who would have expected Tom Melbourne not to run up to his normal second? Yeah, don't forget to uh, jump on your sports bet racing hub on your sports bet app there. We have lots of Winx specials by how far? Two lengths. We've got prices left, right and centre there. Quinellas, trifectas, you name it, all on your sports bet app. Chickity, check it out. Yeah, we're nearly there on uh, Cox Plate Day, Winx Day. Let's hope it's Winx Day. We're going to take a break uh, here from beside the hour out the front of Crown Casino uh, on the Riverwalk thanks to... Uh, the Spring Racing Carnival, and uh, we'll be back with the best around Australia in just a minute. On 11.16 SEM, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Welcome back. Uh, another show's coming to an end on the day that Winx wins, going to win her fourth Cox Plate. If you can't get out to the Valley um, to see uh, Winx win that fourth Ladbrokes Cox Plate, then uh, you should come down to the Winx live site here. There's a couple just by arriving by helicopter. At Crown Riverside here, it's the next best thing to being out at the Valley. Watch all the races from the Valley. Of course, the Cox Plate here at the live site, and let's hope, fingers crossed, the mighty mare is uh, winning her fourth Cox Plate this afternoon. Okay, best around the country from our two experts, and uh, oh, I've got a, oh, I've got a special in the bush today. I've got something that's. You're going to say Narnit? I am going to say Narnit. No. Oh, my Come on, Narnit man. Cup day today, mate. Tom Melbourne backing up day. in the Narnit Cup, evidently. <laughs> oh, all right, Mr. Marshall, what's your best around the country? Race eight, number two, Tregear, in the last at Morfittville today. It's around the ten dollar mark each way all day. Head them up.
Yeah, well, I'm, go I'm going short in Sydney race nine, number three. It's been decimated with scratchings. Coruscate had no luck the other day. Drops in class. Will be winning. Uh, it's about even money now. I got the 250 last night, so I'm happy. Two bucks. Yeah, it, yeah Come decimated on, with scratch. So race nine, number three, Coruscate. Okay, let's head northwest to St. Arnold. Hold the phone. We yeah. need a drum roll here. Yeah, race six, the cup, the St. Arnold Cup. Race six, number three, choo-choo. Charlie. Toot, toot. He just, choo -choo you just Charlie. Don't worry about Straight that. out of the best bets, you've just I, plucked Choo Choo, haven't does. you? Hey, we've got, we got plenty of racing home. today, and he goes to Sonana. It's dead set Get home, Choo Choo Charlie. Today's one of those days of where were you when she did it? Where are you going to be when she wins the Cox Plate this afternoon? I'll be at Mooney Valley in amongst the throng. I'll be at home having a couple of frothies. Oh, well, so come on, Don't have girl. too many to make sure you can't uh, see it properly <laughs> as couple. she goes over the line. That's it for the odds couple. Get around to Australia. Bench, uh, coming up, Brownie and Dr. Woo. Turf. Have a great Cox Day all. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.